Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast, where thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and executives from around the world share their practical tips, strategies, and stories to help you unleash your potential and achieve your goals. Your journey of growth to become your best starts now. Hey, welcome back to the Rise Up For You podcast. Before we jump in, if you haven't already, wherever you're listening to this podcast or watching it, if you're watching it on YouTube, give us a subscribe, give us a like. We have no advertisement or sponsorship on this show. All we ask is that you subscribe to our content, you like it, and you share it with your friends and your family. We're all about building community and sharing our content here at Rise Up For You. All right, are you ready? Let's jump into today's episode with yet again, another amazing guest. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is your host and the CEO of Rise Up For You, Natalina Nasruddin. So honored and excited to be here with you with another amazing guest coming in all the way from Alberta, Canada, one of my favorite places, even though it's super cold. <laughs> That's okay. Please help me welcome Jared Smith, everyone. Jared, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to a good conversation here today. Absolutely. Me too. So uh, Jared and I have met a few times actually in person in Alberta. Super fascinating. You're a very interesting guy. Uh, lots of amazing stuff that's going on. For our audience, we always like to get to know you a little bit in the beginning. Tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are in your own words. Hey, great. You know, I, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I started my first business uh, shortly after I finished a BCom at the University of Alberta. Uh, and uh, have run multiple companies. I've always been really interested in marketing and business growth. Uh, also work with uh, a lot of clients on kind of teams and resiliency. Um, but my, uh, you know, my passion is really to help help unlock the pathways to grow companies and leverage the people inside of it to do it. And uh, and so my my background is in the marketing business. I started a, an agency in Alberta, and we were. About forty full-time people grew that grew that small business and was kind of a boutique offering in Alberta. I sold the company a few years ago, and now I'm kind of a my my wife calls me a plate spinner because I have a lot uh, going on. But I have a, a private equity division that I where I invest in companies. I have an advisory practice where I still do some work uh, as a consultant and an advisor, yep. and I still do some public speaking as well. So th there's a lot that we can unpack here because you're very multi-dimensional, you know, a renaissance guy, I guess I would say, but you talk a little <laughs> bit about, about business growth, which I want to dive into, but I happen to know that you also are very much into growth in like every area of your life. It's not just in particular when it comes to business. And something that's really important for us here at Rise Up For You is that growth mindset as a whole human being, not just when it comes to work. So I'm curious, just from like the front end, let's talk about business here for a second. What would you say is a crucial element to getting in the mindset of growth, especially in a world where so much is constantly shifting and navigating? It can feel a little bit overwhelming to have that like agility and adaptability. It can. And, you know, there's there's uh, the life has a ton of opportunities to dwell in the negative. Yeah. And you know, I think. I think quite often when I look at leaders, entrepreneurs, executives that are trying to, you know, build their capacity for that growth mindset, um, quite often it comes down to a choice. 
And I often think of that visual of, you know, you're on a train on the left-hand side of the train is this kind of dark cavernous kind of cave look, cave looking structure that's kind of, you know, overwhelming you. And it's in, on the right-hand side of the, tra the train is this vista of a landscape that's beautiful and there's a sunrise and you're on the same train. And so my perspective is that entrepreneurial mindset people, like people with a growth mindset, quite often just choose to look at the positive, look at the opportunity. So a, a really quick example, we've had some massive fires here in yeah. Western Canada. Uh, a friend of mine recently lost his house to a fire in Kelowna, British Columbia. Um, and he's got this incredible mindset. He's like, you know what? Here's, here's the opportunity for my family and I. We can learn about resiliency. We can uh, meet this with uh, character. It's a character builder. And, uh, and we're going to rise up. And uh, there's a lot of people, I think, that would look at that and just be completely depressed. So that's, yeah. that's the difference. It's a choice. It is a choice. And what would you say? Well, I, this is a really hard question that I kind of am searching for every day with our clients as well is how do we help individuals get to that choice? And you also mentioned resilience, which I think is a big part of growth, right? And having the growth mindset is understanding like you can bounce back no matter what, you're going to be able to bounce back, right? So how do we help individuals get into that state of mind where they can reframe it to a positive, to a growth opportunity versus an opportunity where it keeps them stuck and they dwell on it? And like you said, they become depressed and they kind of get stuck. And I would venture mm -hmm. to say and I don't know if you'll agree with me, Jared, that most people are in that latter category of stuck, comfortable, might not be the best of me, but it feels okay. Yeah, you know, I, I've, uh, I've completely reversed my thinking in this category of questions because like around this kind of concept of how do you help people along the way to move from being stuck to a place of feeling like the world is an abundant place with opportunity. Because yeah. uh, I used to think that people wouldn't change and that you had to kind of seek out in your life the people that were positive in mindset because the people with a black cloud over their head were like, you know, acted like a vortex in your life, a vortex of negativity. And so that was my mentality. But I've seen some remarkable shifts in people, people that may have kind of been inclined to think about the negative or think critically about yeah. their situation, what was happening to, you know, starting to cultivate the muscle of looking at things from a growth perspective. And I think the way leaders can kind of encourage that in their organizations is through the questions they ask, not the answers they give. So I think if you're inclined to just give answers, if someone comes to you with a problem and you say, well, do this and do this and do this, because you see the solution, I think that's actually somewhat defeating. And I think someone that's negatively inclined in terms of their mindset at, in that current period of time will look at that and just be defensive about your solutions. Whereas if you ask questions like, "What? What else? how else could we look at this problem? Um, what solutions might you offer? Um, if you put your green hat, that creative thinking hat on, uh, what comes to mind? And so I think the questions we ask as leaders can actually help people shift their perspective. I completely agree with you. And it's really a very strong coaching method that you really just talked us through, right? Is, is helping or empowering the individual to find their own answers. Because 
at the end of the day, no one really wants to be told what to do, even if it could completely change their life, right? Like they want to know that they found the answer and they discovered it for themselves. So, you know, I always say similar to you, great leaders ask a ton of questions and they ask Mm -hmm. questions to help empower and guide and coach and mentor their team, their business, whatever it is. What would you say in today's current climate um, when it comes to business, what are some of the challenges you're seeing when it comes to growth for businesses? Is it that they're afraid to change? Is it that, you know, artificial intelligence is coming and they don't know how to pivot? Do you see much mm-hmm. resistance or are they like all in? From a business perspective, I'm curious. Yeah, you know what, in in Western Canada, and I think some of the, it, it's similar to some of the organizations I know they're in uh, the United States as well. But I think there there's a, a lot of organizations think that the world is out to get them in some capacity. So it's it's harder to recruit and train people. People are more difficult to manage. Uh, it's uh, the government is kind of not on our side as business. At least there's a perception of that because sure. taxes are increasing. There's an increased bureaucracy, more regulation. So it's it's really easy to start to feel like there's all of these forces that are somewhat outside of our control that we can legitimately complain about every day. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, so, I, so I think that, you know, back to that train example, like it's really easy to look at the, the, the dark cliff and, and just dwell in that and say like, man, it's hard. And you can see that in conversations, you know, I was at uh, lunch today at Bianco, a nice little Italian place here in okay. Edmonton and the table next to us, uh, you know, they were they were on the the freight train of complaints. <laughs> you know, the it, it's harder to do business today. The, the demand is slowing. The costs are increasing. Supply chains an issue. Our government's an issue. And and the table to the right of me, these two individuals, younger entrepreneurial individuals, I had no idea what they do, but they their whole conversations with it was in the spirit of positivity and energy and opportunity. And I thought like, it's interesting back to that example that we're sitting in the same room in the same city with the same constraints and there's two different mentalities. And I just think that if you adopt the muscle of looking at things from a positive perspective with, you know, from a place of abundance, you will be better off. Absolutely. And I'm a firm believer that the universe provides what you give out, right? So if you're constantly in a mindset of scarcity or lack or everyone's out to get me, then typically it's going to just keep coming at you, right? Until you make that shift where now things, because your mindset changes, your vision changes, opportunities change. Now you can see things in a different light. So you're, you know, you're a very fascinating individual. I know we've been talking a little bit about business and resilience and that kind of thing. But you've done some pretty crazy things that take a lot of resilience, a lot of growth, I would say a lot of motivation. And so I'm curious to learn a little bit more about you and how you get into the mindset. You trained with the Navy SEALs for a year. I know that you're very much into fitness and outdoors. You've done some phenomenal stuff that takes a lot of discipline that the average person, especially the Navy SEALs, would not just go and do for fun. So talk to us a little bit about that. Like, why did you decide to do that? And what are some things that you have to do to get into that mindset of growth? Because like you said, it's easier to look at the negative. You you really, I would say it's a discipline to be conscious about the decisions that you're making to be positive. Right. Yeah, you know what? I think uh, 
what one of the things that I have learned about myself is that when I uh, dive into hard things, whether they were kind of handed to me or whether they were uh, by choice, um, I come out of that hard thing a better person. And, and so I'm kind of addicted to the pursuit of doing difficult things because I feel that when you, when you come through something that's difficult, uh, you have, you, it lends perspective. It's a character builder. It gives you more growth than the easy street. And so like for me, one of the things that I try to do is uh, take a look in my life at kind of what can I attempt to do that might be outside of my comfort zone that might that I might think is quite difficult, might give me a little pause for concern or some fear um, and, and identify the ones that kind of are in alignment with my direction in life and then go and do them, <laughs> you know, yeah. do them with people that I care about, do them, you know, hire people that can help coach me through it. Um, but do them and do them in a positive, healthy way, but do them knowing that, you know, having climbed those mountains, uh, the perspective that I'm going to get in my life and the, the opportunity to become some, a better version of myself will be, you know, more available to me. I, I, and in terms of direction, the one thing that I've found powerful is I think a lot of people focus on what they need to do and what they want to have in terms of the direction of their life. You know, I want this in my career and I want to have these things. Um, and uh, my grandfather gave me a, a great little piece of wisdom that I've hold, held close to my heart ever since. And that's, he said, you know, let your goals be more about who you want to be and less about what you want to have and what you want to do. And so if I, when I think about that, there's a certain quality of character that I want to become and the difficult things that I've done in my personal life by choice have been incredible character builders in support of becoming that type of person, if that makes sense. And so uh, I've also had some hardship in my life. And so I know what it feels like to be ill-equipped to deal with hardship you know, if you lose someone close to you, uh, you know, my sister had cancer and passed away at a young age. And uh, I, I unfortunately, you know, didn't, wasn't equipped with the tools of resiliency to really understand how to do that. Cause I hadn't pursued the hard things up until that point in my life. I'd taken the easier path. So I think there's a, there's a, a risk on a personal level of not pursuing hard things and learning about what you're made of in that pursuit. I'm listening to you. Thank you for sharing that all, all of that, by the way. And I guess I just can't help but wonder because, you know, when we work with companies and we work with professionals, one of the number one challenges they express is motivation, internal motivation. Like the average individual uh, doesn't necessarily say the things that you're saying that, you know, I want to be a better me, or maybe they think it right. But don't necessarily act on it. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. is this something that you've had your whole life? Is this something that you feel like you were just born with, that you always just wanted to be the best version of yourself? Because I can tell you working with thousands of professionals every day, it's hard for some of them to just be motivated to go to work. And they're doing great things. They're just that internal motivation to be a better them is not top of mind. Yeah, uh, you know, I... It, in exploring that question, I think it kind of came from uh, maturity and noticing different events that happened in my life, and you know, realizing that I again wasn't 
as equipped as I should be to deal with hardship. Um, and, and I also think that I did, I did have a time in my career where I was pursuing things that I wanted to accomplish. So it was all about, I want to do these things and also about the things I wanted to have. I want to have a certain amount of income, certain kind of house, a certain kind of lifestyle. And, uh, and I think I've realized that those types of goals, while somewhat motivating are also somewhat ephemeral and can feel defeating at times in your life. Yeah. Um, they don't necessarily have the same kind of depth and quality that building your character has. And so, you know, I'd encourage our listeners here today to kind of write out uh, the qualities of the kind of person that they might really admire. Like, you know, identify someone in your life that you really admire. What are their qualities? Like, how do they listen to you? How do they, how do you feel when you're around them? What kind of energy do they give off? How, what's their presence feel like? What kind of atmosphere do they bring with them to the table or to the meeting um, or the environment that they're in? How do they elevate the team that surrounds them? What, you know, really like get a good picture of that individual because that might start to inform you your real objectives in life, where you're like, how do I cultivate that? How do I become more of that in my everyday? Yeah, I love that. That was a great answer. Jared, thank you so much for joining us. It's been uh, truly a great conversation with you. I want to jump into the power section of our interview. So I'm just going to ask okay. you some rapid questions. If you can leave the world with one final message, we call it our golden nugget. What would that be? dig deeper. Great. I think, you know, just to expand on that really quickly. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to <laughs> um, If you think you know the answer, dig deeper. If you think you know your purpose, dig deeper. If you think you know the person sitting across from you, dig deeper. There'll be a significant payoff in, in the depth that you, that you look for in yourself and in others. I love that answer. Um, as you know, here at Rise Up For You, values are a huge part of who we are. Um, we have a lot of values that we stick to. What would you say is a value for you that's a non-negotiable? Mm. Well, you know, I mean, the, I, I immediately started to think about integrity because I think that's what a lot of people would say. But a lot uh, of what's people unique, say it. <laughs> what's, what would be a value that's kind of relatively unique to me is adventure that if we're going to do something, let's have an adventure in doing that. And it's not necessarily the typical definition of let's let's go out and do something in nature and come close to death and see what happens. But it's let's treat this journey like an adventure. And, and as a result of that, I think have a mindset that's more playful in nature versus, you know, we're all so serious about life. Yeah. Um, but when you when you're treating every little aspect of your life like an adventure, well, how can you be serious? Yeah. Absolutely. And I have one more question for you, but before I ask, where can our audience connect with you? Where can they find you? I know you're active on LinkedIn, Instagram. What's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, LinkedIn is probably the best place. Uh, you know, my Jared Smith, 1917 is kind of my, uh, my handle, but you can find me at Jared Smith. And, uh, you know, I think that that's probably the best place because uh, I, you know, I, I'm pretty active on that platform. Okay, great. And we'll add it to the show notes. And final question for you, Jared, is as you know, we are rise up for you. What comes to mind for you when you hear that phrase? I think it connects back to our conversation about becoming a better version of yourself. 
you know, I think that it's worth it to rise up as an individual in in those characteristics that are going to you know offer the world more of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Jared, thank you so much. This has been an awesome conversation. I'm super grateful for you. Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, well, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. It was great. Thank you. And thank you everyone for tuning into the Rise Up For You podcast, webcast series. Such an honor to have you here. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow us, and we will see you on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. Imagine a life where you can have it all. A booming career, fantastic love life, great health and success, and overall achievement and happiness. Imagine pushing your potential to your absolute best and every day living a life that you are proud of. Well, if this sounds like something that you're yearning for, then the Rise of You Growth Membership is perfect for you. My team and I believe in supporting you and helping you get to the next level because we know that you can do and have what it takes to be your best. When you join our membership, you get access to live trainings every single month with myself and our team. You get free coaching. You get a number of on-demand resources to help level up your success that you can use in the comfort of your own home. And you get access to our global membership around the world full of like-minded professionals that are looking to be their best. Your time is now to push your potential and live the life that you want to live. So if you're ready to take the next step in your life and in your career, join the Rise Up For You Growth membership. Click below and we'll see you there.